0: know turn the speakers up man it's time to stop the show john tanner ryan right this dj jeremiah, jeremiah. we bringing the heat man is joint be fire like we in the feel, we in the field right we in the field we in the field, in the field. In the field. just put it in work we raising the bar into the
1: track hey, yo! What's crackin'? It's your man, Lecrae, K. Crazy Crayola, the Bond servant. Right now, you're listening to the Track Stars, Ryan, Righteous, Shantana, and Jeremiah. I see you, boy. Hold it down. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Back in the field with the Track Stars, Ryan, Righteous, Shantana,
3: DJ Jeremiah was good. All right. This segment is sponsored by Nectar Distribution. That's right. The single maximizer next distribution. You have opportunities to get your music out to tons. And I mean, tons of digital outlets. Talking about over 200 plus digital outlets. Plus the single maximizer allows you to catch over 2000 other uh, outlets. I want to shout out to uh, prophet Josiah. Uh, he recently uh, sent a tweet saying that um, he gotten to, uh, a chance to be voted on the Rapzilla um Hot or not list. And he was saying that it was all because of the single maximizer he used to send his music out to all those different places that he got that placement. So shout out to Prophet Josiah uh, and make sure that you use the single maximizer and go to NectarDistro.com today. All right. All right. We got a very special guest with us that's going
2: to help us through some of these hot topics today. Got Judo Sammy in the building with us. Yay. What's going on? Yeah.
3: judo sammy you gotta explain explain the name for us okay so long story short
4: um my friend actually came up with my name for me i didn't come up with it myself judo sammy basically judo is a fighting style i watch a lot of anime so like you know it kind of just worked well also he got the inspiration from kendrick lamar because you know kung fu kenny and uh and uh he was like bro like judo sammy just sounds like a dope name so yeah judo fighting demons sammy my homies call me sammy so yeah there you go Judo Sammy. oh original that's man, awesome, cool. Man.
2: all right so um i don't know if everybody has seen it yet but uh the kanye part one of the kanye documentary genius um dropped on netflix um i think it's a three-part documentary so we yeah. just wanted to react to uh the first part um I heard a lot about this i think it was shown in full at sundance and that's when i started hearing things about it um okay so we're only seeing a fraction of what everybody else saw but uh it, i thought it was powerful like what we'll, we'll get into in a second but i want to know ryan you were the first person i heard call me and say hey did you see such and such right so what was your reaction yeah. to genius so far
3: i thought it was inspiring man like honestly uh to see where Kanye came from and to where he is today uh, is a story of resilience. And I don't care how you feel about Kanye, if you're not a big fan of his music or you don't like what he's doing right now or how he presents or he, how he shows up, um, it's still inspiring to hear him say that, you know, he is—he was planning this, this hip hop uh, revival, so to speak, since he was in the seventh grade, you know, and just seeing all the different things that were said about him along his journey uh, there, was, um, there was an A&R at Ruckus Records uh, that basically said, like, you are the new sound and you're going to change hip hop. And that was, you know, what, 20 years ago. So to see where hip hop is today and know how much of an influence Kanye has been um, was amazing. And it also showed me something about cosigns too. He had already been cosigned by uh, doing half of the Blueprint, H to the Izzo. And you're like, but that didn't get you a major situation with a lot of people like that didn't get your beats, you know, coming in at like, you know, 25, $30,000 a beat. Like that was insane to me knowing that he was still getting shade after producing such a large project for the biggest figure, the biggest icon in hip hop at that time. So to me, it's like a story of resilience. You see him, you know, pressing forward. You see him going through uh, adversity and then you see, how much of an influence his mother was on his life. Like yeah. that was his best friend. You could just easily tell the conversations they had, the interaction, that was his best friend. And so, you know, I, I enjoy part one, can't wait for part two. Um, and, and honestly, what it is, is it's a blueprint for anybody out there who's going entrepreneurial, uh, anybody out there who is trying to um, get their craft and their talent heard, exposed, seen. Uh, it's, a, it's a blueprint to show that the grind doesn't just start with, you know, you <clears throat> posting yourself to social media and going to sleep at night. Kanye moved um from Chicago to New York to see a lot of that happen for himself. And so he took a lot of you know leaps of faith and he, he really stood out there. He put himself out there. And you you're not even really a
2: huge Kanye fan. Like you're you've actually been really disappointed. So when I heard your reaction, I was like, this
3: must be really good if Ryan is like, uh, Yo, Kanye yeah, is yeah, inspirational.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like really? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, Jeremiah? my favorite,
3: my favorite Kanye song is still to this day through the wire. Like I don't I don't know of any other songs that just I mean and Jesus Walks is dope. Yeah. That's dope.
2: Jeremiah, what do you think?
5: Um, I remember I, I, I texted you guys like, yo, y'all need to check this out. This is flame. Mm-hmm. Um I liked it. I really liked it a lot. Um, I honestly, it's really behind the scenes of um the wire video like if you watch that if you watch there's it, a lot of footage from that that i guess um um co- uh, what? cootie cootie yeah. Cootie. yeah cootie the way he took majority of that and put that together foot through the wire and then you see it because honestly it's really a lot of that footage and um i just think i think geniuses and i think people who know what they want to do with their lives like they already got stuff planned out like i i think kanye at um, what was the name of his mixtape? The Freshman Experience, I think it was? Or The Freshman? It was something called Freshman Adjustment. All right, Freshman Adjustment, right? Before college dropout. I think back then he knew what he wanted to do with each album that he was going to put out. You know what I'm saying? Like he already in his mind knew like, okay, this is what I do. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people are like that. Like I, I know people that... Like, okay, I'm going to do this album. I'm going to do this, 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 and I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Some people, some artists are like, yo, I'm going to do this project. Then whatever happens next, you know what I mean? So I think, I think he knew in his head, like, okay, let's get in the game. I'm going to get in this game. But I I know sooner or later, I'm going to have to rap. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to rap. I'm going to have to, um, I want to rap, but you know, it's not right now. And for for the younger generation out there that watching this, Back in the day, you had to get a deal to get out. It wasn't no digital distribution. It was none of that. You couldn't, without a deal, you couldn't get your stuff out. Now, you could have done it indie, but it would be like, you know, very attached back then, you know, versus how it is now. You can you could put your stuff out tonight if you wanted to. If you just started rapping today, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna write spy songs, put it on my laptop, it's out tonight. You know what I'm saying? But back then, it was like you got to know somebody that knows somebody. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And you just seeing his grind of saying like he took it seriously. And first off, he didn't move to New York. He moved to North New Jersey. New, New Jersey. Jersey, yeah, I New thought that was Jersey. interesting. He moved to North New Jersey. Get it right, son. <laughs> All right. So um, the fact that he took that that rod and like um, it's it's just it's just his dedication to say, hey, I really want to. I really want to take this serious, so I have to go to where it is. So for yeah. somebody out there, like, let's say, for example, if you're in the Christian hip-hop community and you're like, yo, I got to get to Atlanta. I live in North Carolina, but I, I, I got to get to Atlanta because I need to be in the shaking room where, where Reach is, where, um, you know, where the people from, you know, um, indie tribe. Around, a lot of indie tribe people live here, some people here and all this. other. I need to get down there because I feel like it's a popular scene right here in Atlanta with Christian hip-hop. And you decide to do that. That's a great step. I think God will honor that step. And I think, and to a certain extent, I think God kind of honored the step Kanye took. You know what I mean? Because it, it was a sacrifice to go, because he in Chicago, in the beginning of the doc, it talks about how he in Chicago killing beats. He giving all the people and he, the like, um, Kody kept saying like, Everybody he's interviewing in the local Chicago scene was like Kanye. Yo, this dude Kanye, he made these beats for me. This dude Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. And so you time he hearing about Kanye at the same time, Kanye's producing stuff for Jermaine Dupri Um, at the time, I think some mace records, um, some mad rapper stuff. So he producing other stuff and it's popping, but he's still in Chicago. And then he was like, Well, if I have to, I have to move, you know what I mean? And sometimes that's that's one thing I took away from it. One of the steps I took away is moving out your comfort zone, like, and, and for some people, your comfort zone could be moving, literally physically moving. But for some other people, your comfort zone could just be getting out and just doing something different than you normally been doing. So I, I, watching the documentary, of course it has stuff in it that people um, just, 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 just like playing them. Like, like he was like, <laughs> I, like, but in in essence, it's like, how could you sign somebody if you don't have the power to sign somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking to marketing people. Marketing people. You want young lady looking at him like, this is nice, but I don't know if I could do anything for yeah, you. I felt, like, I
2: felt like she would have reacted that way to anybody. Yeah, yeah, in her face. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. What, but is then, the but then but then here's wait wait here's a go, the say, a meeting,
3: <laughs> playing but, CDs, like, sir. This is no, a but there, <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> You gotta understand you around rappers 24-7. So yeah, you probably getting Jay-Z records, Memphis Bleak Records, Beanie Siegel records at the time, Dipset, Cameron. So you getting all these people, and then then here's another thing: Rockefeller had a bunch of artists that they never brung out. So you probably listen to all types of stuff, getting phone calls, and then all of a sudden the producer that everybody like, yo, he hot production, but it's like bugging you to listen to his music and you're like, I got a lot of stuff to do, bro. What what we yeah. doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, not disrespecting him. Because I for me, if somebody say, Hey man, can you listen to something? It's it's like if I'm at that spot right in front of you, then I will get a chance. Yeah. But over on yeah. like online, I think sometimes it's a little difficult because you've got so many people asking you that. And then also you have other stuff you have to do yeah. versus in person. So yeah, but it's a great documentary so far. I, I like it's the Judo. last dance for hip hop. Judo, what you think? Sir.
4: Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't really get to watch a a lot of the documentary, but, um, from what I do know about Kanye and like me being born in Chicago too, like, uh, man, he's just a legend. He always will be a legend. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, with everything that he's created and with like, dude, I still listen to Donda, Donda too. Like, I know it just, I know it was like last year and like, you got a man's copy of Donda too? Oh no no! Donda as listen well. yeah, to and and well. too. Unless you're trying to get the stem player, I mean, shoot, I don't know, man. Like that's uh, what is it? Like two hundred dollars for the stem player? Two yeah, hundred
2: dollars, yeah.
4: Oh my gosh! Like I hope that's not real, man. Like that would be. I think it is. Wow, that's.
5: Cr- I, I I I'll put an entertainment report because I'm gonna talk about an entertainment report, but it, it's some other stuff with that as well. So.
3: But go ahead. You know, it was funny to me about the documentary was when. Uh Oh, were you not done? Uh, Judo, you go ahead. Oh, no, I, I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's, what's funny to me is that y'all remember just a couple of months ago when he was on um, uh, uh, Noriega's uh, podcast, right? Drink Champs. And he asked him the question and he was like, man, what about Talib Kweli? He was like, man, he can't rap. And then you look at the documentary and it's like that was the dude he was hanging out with, you know, getting on stage with. Um, you know, him and most deaf. And so it's like, dang, you just straight up dissed that man. You were like all on his stage trying to get his, you know, get clout from his fans. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're like, he ain't nothing. He he can't he no, can't write.
5: I think I think if you listen to that interview, I think he was saying basically, even though um he said he said something that him and John Legend, Talib Kweli and John Legend kind of threw him under the bus for the Democratic Party. And he felt like he felt like he's like push it. He's like push a T T didn't vote for me, but push a T didn't just like play me in in the public. You know what I mean? Like they were trying to play me in the public. So I think that's what have fallen out because I saw a picture with him recently with Dave Chappelle and Most Def. So I think him and Most Def is still cool. But I just think yeah. I think he felt like Talib Kweli just like kind of just but played him in the, in the
3: press. Everybody's gonna play you if you if you come out talking about you running for president and you haven't done anything to get to that level like everybody's gonna play you to the left like well, I, why would we well, vote for that
5: no but
2: anyway so the thing the what i thought about genius um and the reason why it stood out to me is this guy cootie um, and it's funny every time um, he starts talking about himself, I like I'm like, okay, cootie, we don't we don't really care about you so yeah. much. In this when he showed his family, I, he was like, why are you a child? This nice, cootie, but you know, we get back <laughs> to Kanye. But, it, but, but no, I, no but, but honestly, I appreciated
5: it though. I appreciated it. Yeah, yeah, because you he sacrificed too. He sacrificed like, honestly, his whole life, he, life,
2: life he did. to do that. Yeah, yeah he didn't he have did. to do that. So, but w- yeah. what was interesting, what I appreciated about him was he literally got every single moment that Kanye talked about. In his life like in his music yeah. like he's he mm-hmm. he was there and he had so much footage like so much like yeah. and it's not just yeah, like highlights, seven hours it's not just highlights it's it's like mundane moments it's just hanging out it's it's walking somewhere like it's he got so much footage and it's yeah. it's in it like me and my wife were watching it last night and it's like you feel like you're back in the early 2000s It's like it transports you back to that time, seeing like Mm -hmm. Beyonce in the background, seeing him when the first time he met Pharrell, you see that moment. And it's just it was 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 striking how unimportant he was back then. You forget Mm -hmm. like Kanye a mega, 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 mega star. He was so unimportant. He was walking through rooms. People would be like, hey, what's up? But nothing special. Like, I don't think everybody understands how unlikely a star Kanye West was before Kanye West's sound entered the the landscape, the idea of some backpack, pink shirt-wearing, non gangster rapper was, like, unheard of. The fact that he was able Mm -hmm. to penetrate that and change music, like, he literally changed the sound of music ever since he started working with people. Even before he started rapping, the fact that he got Most Def and, and, you know, to do a song with Jay-Z or Scarface to do a... Like, he combined sounds that people thought were underground and mainstream into one sound it was amazing what he did and watching it happen in real time watching him his like you could see elements of what makes him who he is today the arrogance the the rambling uh you know speeches he when he expounds on stuff he was doing that all of that back then if you think he's like crazy now like he's literally the same dude just with more He has more evidence that he's right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does. But he had yeah. the same bravado back then. And to me, the highlight of this whole first part was watching him with his mom. I yeah, knew I knew little mm-hmm. bits and pieces about how he was with his mom, but like watching her talk, this is this is the reaction my wife had. She loved him. And you could tell he loved her. And she's such a delightful person that you can yeah. see what's missing in his life right now. Oh yeah. She Absolutely. was so encouraging like the scene when they were at her house and she was rapping his lyrics that he didn't even remember like she mm-hmm. was doing the whole verse like you remember this one when you gonna use that one this and blah 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 and then she was doing the whole thing and like you could just see she believed in him like yeah and i think he doesn't have anybody right now that that doesn't just believe in him for him But they they believe in him because he's Kanye West, but not just the the guy inside. And I think he's missing Mm -hmm. that. And also what she was able to do, because he loved her so much, she was able to big him up, but also give him advice. I don't know if he listens to anybody else like that anymore. She was able to say her famous line, a giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. And me and my wife were debating on what she meant by that. And I think the essence of what she was trying to tell him was, if you're really as dope as you think you are, You shouldn't be the one saying it all the time. Like if you're really Mm -hmm. a giant, you shouldn't see that. Other people will see that. Other people will tell you how big you are. Other people will do that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be um, quiet and demure. Like it was so powerful what she said. I don't expect you to get up there and be like, oh no, I'm not that great. You know, thank you, thank you. I don't expect you to be that way, but just don't go so far to where you're always the one saying you're the biggest thing in the room. You're the biggest thing. I thought that's the advice if she was still here. I I, I hope that he remembers that because I think he's that's Mm -hmm. where he's getting lost. I think he thinks he has to be the giants like, oh, I got to be a giant. I got to be a giant. If you're really special, if you're really, really special, (laughs) you you shouldn't have to say it. It should be obvious. But, you
3: know, you know where he's going to get that relationship back from is his kids. Because yeah. your kids look at you like that. And I think that's why he I think that's one of the things where he wants to win his family back. He said something in the documentary. Um, he was in a hotel room and he was like, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for the future, yeah. you know, of of who who's um coming behind me. And he also mentioned, too, it was funny. He said he got upset about his uh, last name being left out of a um, out of a, a brochure yeah. for the uh, music conference. conference. And he yeah. was like, man, they just said Kanye. Who is Kanye? How's people going to know who I, <laughs> that's not Kanye West? <laughs> and no then he idea. was like, you know what? One day they're just going to call me Kanye. Not as a matter of fact, they're going to call me yay one day. And I was like, whoa. Man, but you this, know what's this, interesting? This and I, I, was, I was thinking about how I would say this so that Christians don't get mad at me or think that I'm going somewhere with this. But this dude had the God complex of hip hop. Uh, back then and I think that's what's destroying him right now is that he saw himself as a god back then now he's risen to the top of hip-hop and now he's like remember when I told y'all I was a god I'm that god now and I'm not talking about god the father I'm talking about an icon in hip-hop like I, I really think he had that complex back then and that's what he struggles with today
5: I don't think so, bro. I don't think he... I think he was just arrogant back then. I don't think he had a God complex back then. I think... Yeah, I, think yeah, I think... I don't... I didn't think he I, had complex I hear complex
2: you, Ryan, but I think Jeremiah is touching on something that I noticed as well. The major difference between today, Kanye, and, and 2002 Kanye that I noticed was he was a lot more humble. Like, he was confident, but he yeah. was... He had a humility to him when people rejected him. He didn't get angry. Like, the whole scene with Scarface, right? Scarface was going through, he heard Jesus Walks, he heard Family Business, and he, he liked it, but he was like, this ain't really for me, you know, and he never was on, obviously he wasn't on College Dropout, yeah. right? But yeah. Kanye took that as a positive experience, where I think a lot, like today, Kanye yeah, would have been offended. Oh, he'd he been on, he'd he'd been on been Instagram offended. quick. Yeah. That's yeah. the major difference. Yeah. I think that God complex thing came a little bit later than what we're seeing in part one. Something I changed.
5: God- I think that God complex came in around my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. When
2: when everything he thought he was going to be, he became it. Like that yeah. was like, okay, I did everything I said I was going to do. Now who's going to stop me? I think that's one. I think every person, every Christian, needs to know that there could be a moment where you get everything you want. Then what? Yeah. That's where a lot of yeah. people lose themselves because they start to think, I did this. I did this. You know what I mean, and then you start to believe your own, your hype, and I think that's what happened. The combination of losing his mom, that centerpiece that he had needed in his life, and then achieving everything he thought he was going to do—that was a bad combination for Kanye.
5: Yeah, yeah, and and I think also just, and the reason why I say I don't think it was a god complex back then is because it felt like it's almost like Joseph um, in the Bible with his brothers. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be something big. But at the same time, you're still being humble. Mm-hmm. You're still being mm-hmm. like, like, like the fact of his homeboy or the person that taught him how to do beats is dissing him on the radio, and he yeah. meets him and he, they, like, they look like, I thought they was about to square up with homie, but then it's like, mm-hmm. like he, you could tell in his face that was hurtful to him. It was hurtful, you know what yeah, I mean? exactly. But he could, but he couldn't do nothing about it. You like, know. I mean, what he could have done, he could afford him. But at the same time, he knew that dude oh, was okay. his bridge into this game. So it hurt him even more. But he couldn't do nothing about it but go up to the radio show and and, and big him up and be like, you know, I know what he said and all like that. But he's still my guy. You know what I'm saying? That, that takes humility to do yeah. something like that back then. And he ain't even have an album out. Like, that. he just was a producer. You know what I mean? Real mm-hmm. quick,
2: do you believe uh, that specific moment when he told... Um, What's the guy's name again? I've heard his Cootie? name a lot. No, no, no. The guy that dissed him on the song. Oh, no, oh, um,
5: Dax. It was Dax something. I can't remember. I can't remember but that. I
2: remember him. From Doug, right? About Doug the, something. Yeah, Doug. Doug. Doug something. Um, do you believe that he? Doug Infinite. Yeah, Doug Infinite. Do you believe that he actually did talk about him, and then the
5: magazine cut it out, or do you think he was lying? Um. Well, I think. I think. I think he said it. I think. Here is the thing about publications. If they don't feel like you're a nobody, they're not going to add you. Like they're going to yeah, be like I, I Are you agree. talking about no ID. That, and that would like, be Oh, I know who no ID is. That's I don't a know good who excuse. this other guy is.
2: That's a good excuse, but yeah. do you really think he did that? Or do you think No, he I, I really I really butt? do.
5: I think he was telling people when it came to like if somebody asked him who put who put you on back in 2002, like who who helped you with beats and stuff, I think he would have said like, yeah, no ID. Um, all these people, blah blah, Doug you know Infinite, what I mean? Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't think he was shutting them out. I think the magazine
2: was like, "Who's Doug Infinite? Who cares?" Yeah,
5: like I don't know who that is. So, yeah. but No ID, we know who No ID's been working with. commies, been working with everybody. People at the time knew who his name was because it was buzzing. It wasn't like some local Chicago producer is producing records and yeah. he's getting his name out versus somebody yeah. who's doing something national. You, you know what
2: else that stood out to me in this documentary so far? You do see some famous faces. You know, like the the um. Beyonce's and the Pharrell's and the so-and-so's it's amazing mm-hmm. to me how many people you don't recognize how many people were the host of a radio show or the vice president of this or an a and that that what happened to them what the, you you only remember the highlights all those other yeah. people that were in major positions they get forgotten they get forgotten. Yeah. And, and you you I think when we live our lives, we put ourselves as the star of of the show sometimes. Yeah. And we forget about all the other people who are a part of the story that made the thing happen mm-hmm. that yeah. aren't big yeah. names. Like the lady yeah. who was on the show who had Doug Infinite on and then had Kanye West on. Is she still a big deal in Chicago? I haven't heard her name before. Mm-hmm. The people who worked at Rockefeller, yeah. I didn't I didn't know Rockefeller's office was so Radio One, like, like it looked like a yeah. Radio yeah. One studio. I was, yeah. I was shocked. The old Radio One. I was shocked that Rockefeller lady was so a, organized.
5: Yeah, I think the first, la- the young, first young lady he rapped for in, in Rockefeller is a big executive now. And um, at, either at Rock Nation or Def Jam, I'm I'm sure it's Rock Nation. Like her name is really big now. But it's just yeah. so interesting
2: seeing all the little pieces of what made this thing happen mm-hmm. and you don't yeah. know anything about all those little pieces. Like What, what was her story? What was the, the first lady he rapped for that was just sitting there like, why are you rapping at me? Like, yeah, what's shocker. her story? Yeah, I want to know about her. Yeah. I want to know yeah. about the, the... You know what's you know, interesting about it?
3: And I thought about this while I was watching it. It's all the people he interacted with, right? And to see where he is today, could those people come to him now for anything like could they could could they call his phone and, and he say, oh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, you know, hook you up with this person, hook you up with that person. Like, can they come to him now that he's already used them to, or he's exposed himself to them for success and to climb the ladder? Can they now come to him? Is he to the position where he would look back and reach his hand back down to to pull others up? When,
5: when, I would say I would say two things. One, Crispy said, "You know it struck us when they mentioned Radio One." <laughs> That's funny. Um, but the <laughs> second thing is, I, 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 I was say they get Kanye, did they put us back
3: on? <laughs>
5: I think Kanye is one of those type of dudes. If you added to his life early on, he's like grateful for you. Like I think about um, him and Dame. Like people always talk about Jay Z, but Dame is the one that was like, "Okay, we're gonna give you a deal." You know what I'm saying? So to this day, yeah, he's still tight with Dame because Dame. Really gave him the opportunity at Rockefeller. You know what? Jay Z wasn't really looking at him like that.
2: We need to come back. I assume part two is going to deal with his issue with Dame and and Jay Z the split. We got to talk about that because I got a lot of things to say yeah. about Dame Dash. The last thing I say John. is, you know, you know what, trip to get me some out stuff with Dame? Come on, I got a lot, man. You, you know, I know what, say trip me bad. out? I, say I got a lot of stuff to say.
3: The last thing I say to trip me out is for see- seeing him sign his contract with no lawyer.
2: Yeah. Like he just was
3: sitting there, like. I I mentioned that too when we were watching. I was like, man, does
2: he not have a manager? I didn't. Yeah, I I was like, what are you doing? I didn't see anybody. (laughs) His cousin was his manager. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his cousin, that's right his cousin remember the cousin, cousin like that
3: came to the car it was like yeah. assistant slash cousin <laughs> I, just, I just
2: in the documentary I didn't see anybody functioning in that role so I was like man he's sitting there he has to figure out this contract on his own first of all he would have signed whatever they put in front of him at that point he was yeah different. exactly so yeah. but it was just interesting to see him like he's sitting there and I mean I, I did the same thing when I signed <laughs> my contract like I don't I didn't have any help at that point so you just got to oh, read word. it and wow. were, yeah. you, were you in the room when that happened
3: no I was not So
2: yeah we just Nah all you cont-
3: They wouldn't let They wouldn't let us Little folks in that room We, <laughs> we weren't even invited To the part
2: <laughs> No but I'm saying All you did was You just got a contract And they explained it to you It's like what are you gonna do Say no Like yeah. you can going take it you, you ain't got no other
5: options here's, here's another interesting fact And I heard this happen <laughs> With Nelly With um Um um, With Country Drama Romfest was supposed to be On Jesus Walks, But mm-hmm. he just took his, his lyrics And was like Okay I'm gonna use that You know what I mean I'm guessing he gave it to him With like but when you see them perform Jesus Walks, Romfest added the first verse. Yeah. Like he wasn't performing. Yeah, so that's interesting that Romfest was like, well, I guess, you know what I mean? Because so many people were supposed, like you said, Scarface was supposed, was supposed to be on Jesus Walks doing the hook. But at the same time, that song was supposed to have two people versus just Kanye. Wow. So that's interesting that that, that turned out. A lot of stuff turned out. Honestly, This that the first documentary is basically Last Call off college dropout it's, if you yeah. remember that song like he breaks down how yeah. 3h wanted to sign him the, the white gentleman from capital yeah. wanted to sign him but yeah it was exactly the, the same like yeah, he
2: yeah it's interesting that everything yeah. he said on that outro was exactly true like
5: yeah and the sad part about it is all these executives i'm not talking about the ARs, because a lot of ARs wanted to sign kanye it was a lot of ex- top executives that was like no it didn't so make I any wonder sense, how they Jeremiah. feel now.
2: It didn't make any sense. You can't you can't fall anybody I mean, for lessons. Went... A producer rapper was not a thing. Dr. Dre was the closest thing. And Puffy I mean, he... too.
5: Puffy I mean, well, Puffy had his own thing, but you yeah, I...
2: Puffy wasn't really a producer. You know what I mean? Dr. Dre was a producer producer, right? But he got famous a different way. You know what I mean? Kanye yeah. at that moment, non gangster producer, rapper, it, it, it didn't make any sense. So I could understand why people were like, I don't know. I don't know, this ain't gonna make money. Who's gonna buy this? They had no idea. I, the fact that the fact that this unsigned producer rapper had Jesus Walks, Family Business, just sitting on his that's All cool, falls boy. down. To, yeah, to make, that was crazy. Yeah, to was make like, music that sounded like that, that different
5: at that time is nuts. That album made no sense. Here's something if you're an artist, Kanye had all those songs in 01. That album didn't drop to 03, 04.
2: Yeah, 04. So
5: for for, for people out there talking like, oh, this song is a, dude. This dude had Jesus walked on his hard drive in 01.
3: I will in say that, though, I will say in though. In mu- little apartment. <laughs>
2: music is way faster now. Stuff gets old faster than it used no,
5: to No, no, I get that. But what I'm saying is. If people are telling you, yo, that's it. If you come in, if Judah, if Judah um Sammy comes around with his songs and he like, yo, I, let me play something for you and you like it and people come around like yo, that's good, that's good, and you don't get your deal to two years later and, and it still can go. No, I, 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 I wouldn't give rid of music let that it quick. go.
2: Yeah. Don't don't give up on it. So we gonna pull out some old <laughs> FMG tracks, Jeremiah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, man, I thought about the mixtape. Yeah, I thought about the mixtape. Family mix business, right. Right. let's go all right let's get back into it you in the field with the track stars ryan right Sean shauntana dj jeremiah let's
0: go yo what's good this is mike stars from track stars and if you're a music artist and you haven't already signed up for nectar distribution Honestly, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. So let me tell you about it. You get unlimited uploads of your music throughout the year. You also keep 100% of the rights. You get to use our one-of-a-kind single maximizer tool in which not only do we push your music to the streaming sites like Spotify, Google Play, and Title, but we also push it to music blogs so you can get more eyes on your music. And the best part about it is it's only $19.99. No, not a month, but a year. Again, what are you doing? I don't know what you're doing with your life. Go ahead and sign up today for Nectar Distribution at NectarDistro.com, and we'll see you inside.
3: This is an Iwebu
2: production.
6: Period. If it ain't God, I can't rock. Never rocking with a hater. Cut him off, no relation. He full of cap and I date him. She tryna to trap Terminator. That was fake love. You was chasing clout. All the way in, so he's sending out. All the bad vibes, I begin to drown. But I cut him off, still heaven seeded. God, better clean up Nobody, nope. if you sneak this and do this cheap uh-huh. kissing, you about to have a whole problem. Yeah. Bitches, it's mine, said the Lord, but I'm good at catching these whole bodies. Uh-huh. In my verse, I'm throwing dirt, Whoa. and I'm really bad uh-huh. in real life. Uh-huh. Wait, wait, I ain't supposed to be like that, but I be tripping, gotta get my thoughts on track. Hey, that I gotta leak like that, my heart be tripping, I ain't supposed to be like that.
7: A gospel cipher please make some noise for grammy award-winning rapper lecrae and the unashamed rapper
1: you know gospel is more than a music genre it's a message we got some of the best messengers to ever yeah. do this dj mike Hell V on
6: the ones yeah. and twos let's get into this
8: yeah i put my lyrics in the pot Simmer with salt, original spaghetti flow. Got the sauce in the vault. This ain't your regular oregano It's celery's or no. Call me Chef Diva Dubois, cause it roll off the tongue. This woman, different pigment like Snickers, cocoa, kill it, admit it. Yeah to show off my figure, I'm beautiful, yeah, because I'm loyal and gifted, lift up Jehovah, he risen, he who I owe all my living, sketches, lyrics in the stones like hieroglyphics, split the river, quick deliver, I'm forgiven, dripping blood out for my living, got my head above the water, got my vision on my keeper, yeah, my vision on my keeper, my God, go ahead, let's move like that, look at the shimmy, catch a dimmy, yeah, I groove like that, I got bills, yeah, a few bands stacked, got a mortgage and some kids, that's some real life stats,
0: A.I. go yeah. oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. she call me and can't ask no kissy. yeah, I come from the north where it ain't no jizzy, uh-huh. yeah, I had to move some things for this, I'm too busy, yeah. I'm getting married soon, holy matcha, holy moly, God almighty rock, the microphone rocks are falling on me, uh-huh. yeah, say so four double seven eight when you calling for me, uh-huh. yeah, Filipino boy, I'm at your order. I'm from this world, I guess I'm extraordinary, Bible in my lap, I'm with the Beamer when it gets hairy, it gets scary, got a passion from the enemy, no chains on me, my hands free for the blammy blammy, like po po po, my Bible's strapped on me, uh, really, really, uh, uh, shimmy with me, uh, iron sharpen me when I be cutting, silly, ka spirit leading me when I be walking, funny, it's NK and the NK's for no kizzy. Amen i on the move. Hey. Praise be to Yahweh, I couldn't pay for this. I prayed though. The greatest thing that ever happened a day ago. The lonely prophet, live from the village, came with a halo. But not the wings if you think I'm fly, that's cause God say so. Hey, yo, I'm a believer, but I can't imagine dragons trying to step to me when they see what I breathe. And I'm still out of reach, and I don't need a key. They wouldn't open the door, so I knocked on my feet. I'm like Peter out the boat, and it's windy. I feel like Jones, I'm that indie. Tribe in the zone, oh yes, indie. Till we out of the so we in sync. Yeah you get the picture she said i like the way you walk well i got it from description right so what a sight to see nice to be here on purpose giving light to isolation living life i mean living dreams god been nice to me it's all too easy who set the bar that don't seem high to me my goodness okay Good.
8: Good. Hey. lately i've been living holy relief that's the only way i was raising atx but now i reside in the a early morning wake and pray that's how i apply the pressure i don't need to sell my soul i got that ultimate finesse to get my reverence kindness he showing this like no other that's benevolence Monday, a rapper with two degrees yeah that's intelligence i thank my excellency big god that's excel you see you know he excel when he rolls a to close the case, I'm amazed, really, I was lost, help me find my way, I'm amazed, yeah, everything ain't what it seems, but this yeah. night, y'all girl serving, got it on the winning team, look, can see there's levels to this, since Kray was rebel in this, the devil tried to steal my soul, go straight and bezel with it, I run the race, I keep the pace, might get a medal with this, until the father says, well
0: done, I'll never settle with this, okay,
1: yeah, with it now?
0: Preaching prophecy, that's pushing P for real. Lean on Lord, and no the Lord. I drink His blood. You pop a seal. Stay close to His will, like I'm Vivian Uncle Phil. I see my Rugrats running around looking Chucky and feeling lil If I don't feel it, like a feeling in my tooth, can I spill it in the booth? I tell the truth, I'm like a villain in the booth. Matter of fact, if I say boo, you more like Krillin in the booth. I super say it, that was stupid. Flagrant, you should shoot for two. Independent Christian rapper, on all of my masters, got no patience for the jibber jabber, trying to make a living, B- killing it in therapy. Apparently I'm winning. Switch places with my demons, they depressing. Now I'm here, to listen. We got a festival called Holy Smoke, but we don't roll the dope. Holy Ghost, you know my co-defendant. That's my only hope. Indie artists only. on your masters, ain't no Tobys, bro. Kuta Kite, Axel Foley, know your roots and where you're going. stop on the move. My good. <laughs> Hey, knock, knock, I'm kicking it in, hey, courtside, I look at the winds, I came a little short on Wednesday, it's still a win, if they don't want to see you up like Ross, them ain't your friends, and I ain't going to point no finger at nobody, I'm going to point a few elbows though, mom told me don't say nothing when you know you don't know, I ain't never gonna get canceled like the Romeo show And I'm sharper than a preacher and the deacon I'm freaking. It's disrespectful when you say I'm dripping I'm leaking This flavor come from God I don't hide it when I'm seeking I ain't putting on all this armor for no reason I ain't finna come take your number while you leaving Baby, girl, you have to pardon me this evening Even if I look, I'm sorry, it's deceiving I ain't trying to come sleep outside with you, it's freezing You already know what it is, man Super Bowl gospel celebration,
1: you know what I'm saying, 2022 Listen, we want the smoke, we brought all of the lighters We set the whole thing on fire for the Messiah You already know what it is, man Love and God bless
8: Yo What's up, it's AI the Anomaly And I am in the field with the track stars So y'all better stay tuned
5: What's up, everybody? It's Entertainment Report Time, DJ Jeremiah. Let's get it going, man. All right, man. Shout out to our guy, Eric Boston, 520 representative. New episode, Beyond the DM, is coming out soon with The Ambassador. So go check that out, man. I heard it's even deeper than what we did. So if you love The drops today, actually. It drops today? Okay, bro. Go mm-hmm. go listen to that joint, because I know him and Eric, Eric told me it was just raw 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 and it was really good so go check that joiner All right, infinite music festival is the only music event that is celebrating the death and resurrection of jesus with the sounds of praise eminent from some of the finest artists in christian music attendees will experience the resurrection of jesus christ like never before we are expecting the power of god to transform lives and revive christ followers to be brave leaders living out their faith every day this exclusive one day festival is on april 16th will be one of a kind offering music inspirational speakers act Activities for all ages, foods, entertainment for the whole family. Attendees will um, see up-close and personal live performances by top Christian artists such as KB, Tron, Naomi Rain from Maverick City Music, One K Few, Social Club, Misfits, Aaron Cole, Wande, Angie Rose, our guy Mike V, Miles Minnick, our guy Mike Tees, Tory Deshawn, and more. You all right, so this. Event will happen Easter weekend, um, four sixteen in Atlanta. So, man, please you can go to their website, Infinite Music Festival, um, and go check out. You can order stuff as well. All right. So, um, speaking of um, um, festivals and stuff, um, let's go to Hillsong. Hillsong Exposed: Docu Series. Discovery Plus will stream a three episode docu series titled Hillsong: A Mega Church Exposed. Contended. Um, um, how the Australia-based global um, church network has told the fine line between cult and culture with more than 150,000 global members. Hillsong has recently been entangled in scandal. Hillsong, a megachurch exposed will profile numerous ex-members of the church who have come forward to share um, different allegations of trauma, abuse, financial and labor um, exploitation that created a culture of chaos within the church. The synopsis of the project reads the series will also examine how Hillsong was able to grow into a global brand while uncovering the truth behind the headlines of recent, recent scandals and shining a light on the fine line between culture, corporation and cult. Of course, they're going to have the the um, woman in there who um, had an affair with Carl Lentz will be in this documentary. So well. she talks about the relationship oh, no. between them two. So, yeah, man, I, I sort of um, preview for it, man. I was like, wow, I didn't know. But here's a question um do you when you have people that's hurt by a church right um i could talk to i could talk about this coming out of a church um is it is it fair is it fair for them to really speak out because they're still hurt by that church or is it just it is what it is because it happened to them what, what do you guys think hmm <laughs>
2: i think it's i think
3: i think that you know this is kind of like um uh spiritual maturity a question about spiritual maturity because you you want to know whether or not people are speaking from a place of unforgiveness a place of forgiveness and a place of you know like you know um uh understanding you know like this is what the word is telling me to do to, to talk about this, to warn others. I mean, it just, it could be a revenge documentary. Yeah.
5: Well, I think the the question um, is because of course, if I'm hurt about a situation, if I'm hurt about the church and I'm on the doc if I'm still hurt, like years later, I'm still hurt. I'm not going to another church. I'm not doing anything. I'm just hurt about a church and this church hurt me. I'm still talking about it. And it's like, it could sound fresh for somebody who never don't know me, but it could have been like five years, six years later, and I'm still in that same place, and I haven't moved on, and I, I'm not mature at all. I'm just telling the business like that. And, it, and, it, and like, if Sam, if Sammy's watching it at home, he's like, yo, they did DJ Jeremiah dirty. I ain't never going to that church. And they don't even know if, if I did something as well, you know what I mean, if it was a mutual, if it was just – you know, if it was it's my, a- my, my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Like, or if it's, or just my, um, what they always say is three sides of a story is your side, the other person's side and the truth. Like, so it's like, if I'm just hearing my side of the story, um, then it's like, you're, it's, you're, it's, they're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if, if, if it comes out that I was at the church wilding and I was doing everything in the church and they kicked me out and they like, yo, that dude was a, whatever. That, their style is not going to be hurt. You know what I mean? What you was about to say, Sam?
4: I think, um, because I, I've personally been through, like, church hurt myself and stuff like that. Like, I think as far as approaching it, it should be in a way where it comes off, like, as unbiased as possible, which I'm, I don't know. I, this is my first time even hearing about this docuseries. So, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I don't know like I don't know if there's like a really a right way to go about it but I do think um as far as the the carlen situation and like all that yeah. stuff um it does in some manner need to be addressed as far as from what I've known about stuff that's been happening for like the past couple years to 3 years like um to, like our leaders like have been like been just getting like falling into like temptations and stuff like that. And oh, like wow. and like I've seen it and I, I think um really just I mean with me I know it sounds like the most Christian like Christianese thing to do, but just have to, like pray for the people who hurt you or who um or the leaders who are going through stuff. Like every person is still human and in need of Jesus at the end of the day. So like
5: yeah,
4: yeah I don't I don't know how to feel about doing like a whole expose of a church or anything like that, like there's no perfect church, um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I really don't know what to say about that. I don't. I personally don't. Yeah, I just don't know like how to feel about
5: yeah. that. Well, I'll say this, and some people in the com—we have people in the comments. Um, shout out to DJ Lost and Found um, said his songs accusations are dearer than church hurt. So, like I said, I could be wrong. Like I'm, I'm just saying. But I know sometimes and i'll say that sometimes people get on document and when they exposing something could be because they're hurt by church or they've been um they've something happened to them that's not that's not right and and honestly you should expose stuff you know, what I mean to talk about but I, I just think at what time is is it too too long too short whatever you know what i mean but all right we got we got some more um Two more stories and then I'm going to get out your hair. Sean C. Johnson short film, Accepted. Sean C. Johnson's an NAACP Image and Stellar Award winner, um, singer-songwriter. After spending the last 17 years recording, touring, and performing, he has decided to add screenwriter and director to his list of growing credits. We got accepted into our first film festival. Thank you at i shorts awards the pandemic put touring and performing on hold for me said um um, sean c johnson this turned out to be a blessing in disguise because it allowed me to rediscover my passion for film during the quarantine um, i spent hours studying and having fun with the craft the short film is a result of those hours he wore multiple hats for Lucky serving as the project, the, as the project's writer, director, and editor. The plot um, of the movie Lucky short film is in a struggling economy, two jaded creatives allow their working relationship to cross lines that prove to be costly. So, all right, man. Shout out to Sean C. Johnson. Um, dope RB artist, dope um urban gospel artist that does his thing. All right, man. Everybody's been talking about Donda 2, right? So Donda 2 is exclusively <laughs> coming to Kanye West's um, um, STEM player website, his own platform. He said um, he will only be available on my own platform, the the STEM player, not on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or YouTube. Um, ye's yeah, reasoning is separate from other artists who recently spoke out about, um, of course, Joe Rogan's situation and stuff like that. Um, he did post, he said, today's artists get just 12% of the money the industry makes. It's time to free music from um, the oppressive system it's time to take control and build your own go to stemplayer.com now to order um, um, but I'm also hearing um, that if if you go to the website that it will be you can download it for free I'm hearing that I don't know I don't know if it's true or not you can download the album for free um, you don't have to buy the stem player uh, I, that's the rumor I'm hearing so uh, we'll see come um, February 22nd. About that, because that's when down to two drops. So um, he had a he had a nice little list for it too, as well. It looks like it's going to be a long, long album again. So yeah, I um, copy section this week: the Raj, all on me, um, Shywan, prepare for the worst. Spencer Kane, Kane, um, Just Rise, memoirs of an elevated soul. Trip Lee, Stone single. Jay Monty beat the block single. Mitch Durrell chop it up three single. Legacy Air single and Alcott never. Um, come Down single, Mike Sarge 30p single What up Mike Sarge, alright man you can hear all those Songs and more on our Milk playlist The Best in Christian Hip Hop, Gospel Rap Christian Rap and our Feel Good Playlist with some good R&B Christian R&B that you can go check out um, Judo Sam, you want to promote anything man?
4: Uh, Yeah sure uh, I do have a new single Dropping on March 11th Called Blood On Me um, And uh yeah, I got a lot of other stuff I'm working on, but yeah, that's the main one I'm promoting right now. So, okay. yeah, that out. The pre-save link is on my bio, Twitter, Instagram. So, yeah.
3: Dope, Ryan. You got anything, sir? No, sir. No, sir. Shout out to everybody who dropped on Nectar this week.
2: Okay. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. All right. Let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan, right to Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Yeah.
4: we are listening to The Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah.
1: Right now you're in the field with The Track Stars. Track
3: Stars. Track Stars.
1: Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, and DJ Jeremiah.
3: Right now you're listening to The Track Stars.
1: You know what time it is. You, yeah.
0: Good. It's your boy Naimah he track stars, music artist And you are in the field with the family, track stars, radio
5: That's Ain't no it. podcast beef. We got respect for y'all. <laughs> yeah. But respect the grind, baby. Respect the grind. I gotta go get the I gotta get the flex bombs today. Respect the grind! What's up girl? What's up? girl how are
7: you? What's going on? I'm doing good. House of her again? You know me good, girl. All right. <laughs> well right. I'm going to get my normal. okay All right. Go change and okay, you know. hope you get You're going to join us today when you get off? You know I break. am. All right. Well, thank you. All right, girl. See, See you later. Ya. Yeah. Miami. Miami. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> God, don't play about me, honey. You know what it is. 305. Let's get it. Yeah, he the way and he the truth. You know how I face soldiers really do. This God for dance be shining, baby. Ooh. And I'm a Christians out there. Ayy. Yeah, what it do. God God, God don't play about me. Yeah, you heard just what I said. And you know I'm about that bread. Yeah, I mean that daily bread. Ayy, that word in the Bible is the best I ever read. Let me show you how we get it. Yeah, we never plan. Now you know we get knocked down, then we get right up. Plus, we fought tough only because his word it's enough. Then we look the enemy in his face like, yeah, boy, what's up? Now you know we're Christians, and you know we got to stand up. Plus, we praise and worship God just like this. And we come through swaggy, baby, just like this. Don't, don't ever get it twisted with a Christian like this. And we come through believe God and trust him like this. So no matter what comes out, way, you know we ready to go. When we fall, the spirit gas us up. Kick down that dope. He reminds us who we are and that we really started going. He the same yesterday, today, and all that before. So, yeah. God, don't play about me, baby. God, don't play about me, baby. God, don't play about me, baby. Yeah. God, about me, baby. Hey. And it's confidence he gave us. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Really? Ain't no miracle he can't do. Now, you know how his face soldiers do. Soldiers, we step yeah. over our issues with the truth. All like, game one, how I. Did the loop. Hey, let's get it. Yeah, ain't no miracle he can't do. Yeah. Now you know how space soldiers do. You know how we do. We step over. With the, truth. with the truth like game one how i've did the loop hey let's get it yeah yeah it's clear the time understood and i ain't really stopping ain't no way i'm going back to life without him it's just not popping so you know i stand strong in him so you know it ain't no stopping yeah. yeah the enemy think he won child you know it's time to bust him yeah we bring the word get it popping and you know what's yeah. up we still highly faint things go left yeah you know what's up but then remember who we is then get in there and bang it up Face these fizzes, show them what we do and hang them up. Yeah, we Christians, baby. What you know about that? How we come through already? Yeah, I told you big facts. Plus, we pull up and pray, slaying really all that. With our God word in our life, we nothing that's that, baby. Let's go. Get up. God don't play about me, baby. God don't play about me, baby. God don't play about me, baby. And it's has got He gave us. Yeah, you know it's crazy. Ain't no miracle He can't do. He can't do. Now you know how space soldiers do. Soldiers we it. step yeah. over our issues with the truth, All like this. game one hot. get it yeah so no matter the storm we know the truth we know the truth jesus
5: got it boo boo. yes
7: Yes, ma'am
5: my name is sean Olivera, and right now tune in because you are in the field with the track stars all
2: right back in the field with the track stars ryan righteous sean tanner dj jeremiah what's good all right for all things track stars. Make
3: sure you track stack out trackstars com. <laughs> 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 Yo, those breaks, uh, those commercial breaks are hilarious. With no, Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah, when Jeremiah gets to talking, the breaks are crazy, y'all. Shout out to Track Stars. Make sure you go to Trackstarswithaz.com, follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, download the oh. app. All right. Okay. So here it is. Um, We, this is a segment that we
2: uh, used to do all the time. It was very popular. Um, It was very useful. And I think it was very helpful, Um, but we just stopped doing it. So we are bringing it back officially today. This is noteworthy. Um, This is a chance for you. If you want to send in an anonymous letter and we'll read it and we'll, as a team, including the track stars, universe audience, Figure out what to say and what God would want you to do in a situation, right? So we've gotten some crazy, crazy questions in the Noteworthy over the years. So this one is just, uh, this one is deep. So we need everybody involved on this one to help me out. So uh, pay attention. There's a lot of details here, but I'm going I'm to go through it. Y'all ready? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. All right. This one is called She Ain't Sheepin' No More. Sheeping, sheepin'. All right. As the news came out about Gavi, I am triggered uh, I do not know about Gavi outside of the music space, so i 'm not qualified to say he is a narcissist for certain. However, having survived narcissistic abuse, I can say the arrogance of thinking you won 't get caught is a key indicator that such traits or tendencies exist. A person with narcissistic traits and tendencies is not the same as a person with narcissistic personality disorder. Anyway, my question is in regard to whether it is okay to say uh, whether it 's okay to say something often oftentimes i 've heard statements like cover the person like you would want to be covered and or it is not your place to expose them. But I personally don't know, uh, don't want to be covered if I am wrong or hurting others. I would want to be held accountable. But anyone who knows about anyone with narcissistic traits knows that they, they don't think that way. Matter of fact, one of the times they are most violent is when they fear being exposed. I've also heard statements like how you handle them when they're wrong can help draw them to Christ. Meanwhile, they are going from church to church and state to state victimizing others, making babies and not claiming them and making a mockery out of God's house. I don't want to make this gender specific because I've seen it both ways, as we have seen it with uh, uh, with what Dayton shared about his first wife. But my questions are, when should someone inform others of violations? When should it escalate? And when, if ever, is it okay to go public? If the intent is not to expose for publicity nor to destroy the person, but to instead protect others from falling prey, where should one's loyalty be? Should it be in protecting the predator, hoping that how you handle them will prick their heart and bring them closer to Christ? Or should they tell someone so maybe they can potentially prevent others from becoming prey to a wolf in sheep's clothing? Unfortunately, the higher in rank the predator is in ministry or the more popular that popular they are in any genre of the music industry, the less they believe they can or will or should be exposed. Additionally, the higher the rank and the more popular the predator, the more dangerous and ruthless the attacks from those who support the predator are. And the more demeaning comments can be towards already dealing with trauma or offense of the violation. Sometimes trying to handle these things in secret with a person with narcissistic traits is dangerous, especially if they know they are about to go to someone like a parent, mentor, or pastor. They will wreck your life and reputation first if they have the opportunity. However, keeping your mouth shut while they are celebrated... And paraded across platforms while victimizing others is even more traumatic when you've experienced a side of them no one has seen. I've tried to ask this on multiple platforms, especially when I heard reasons for covering such people. But my question was always ignored. I may have even been blocked on a page or two. I was never disrespect- disrespectful. Oftentimes I asked my questions in private in an inbox and or the question option, which is only visible to the host or moderator, this is just happening more and more since I first began asking this question publicly in 2019. Is this something leaders, including CHH and gospel record label execs, should address from their pulpit and on their Facebook lives in a more direct way? Not in the sense of exposing anyone, but with regard to stating that they do not condone support such behavior, instructing those preyed upon in the proper and godly way to handle address behavior in that church organization. And three, the ways uh, ways they will address, hold offenders accountable and support those who have been violated without exposing their business to allow everyone grace to heal and repent. Please help so uh, that we can help others. Uh, That person is a really good writer. Um, That was very detailed. So (laughs) what what uh, do you guys think um, about that? These narcissistic people—should um, we be exposing them, or should we be worried more about them, or worried about the people
3: they've been hurting? Brian, Sam, um, go ahead, Judo.
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Man, that was a—that was a lot. Um, yeah, I think, I think where it first starts, and I think people have already mentioned this before when it first was getting talked about um is just accountability and um being able to like check each other check your brothers and sisters in christ i think uh even in my discord we've talked about this before too like um narcissistic tendencies, i or like a what, what was it again that you said uh, that was mentioned in there about narcissism was it like uh, well, narcissistic tendencies? T- 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 well, not not tendencies. Was it was like a it's it has something to do with narcissism. I, I forgot exactly what was said in there, but I think I think when we we can have that main character thing, like thing that we have, but like uh, that's why it's important to also like make sure you have people who are around you to check you to make like you make sure that you're like hey like you know. You can't get a you can't just think you could get away with everything type of stuff um and like um I think it's just important to again like just be accountable with one another if you like 'cause uh we're all prone to fall we're all prone to sin um and I think like just having the right people around you is essential uh and uh yeah like I guess that's all I really can say about that
3: I think um I think the question here or what what it sounds like we're leading to, to to answer being led to answer is, um, are we protecting big people because of who they are and are people letting it go because they're saying, well, you know, that's so, that's such and such. And they're so big. And if we let this go, if we get if this gets out, we're going to lose a lot of money. The label's going to lose a lot of money. The people, you know, that follow or buy albums, it's going to drop down. So like, you know, um, when they try to cover for these big gospel artists and it comes out anyway, and it's like, okay, this person, you know, lost their job uh, on radio because of something that they did to their family. And it's like, okay, that person also was a, a leader in a big gospel group. So how, are, how is this affecting everybody who is a part of that branch? Not just the artists, but the label, the backup singers, the dancers, the producers, the 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 places that we've already been booked. I think they do try to keep that kind of stuff under wraps. Does it make it right? Absolutely not. But I also feel like they are the gatekeepers. And we only know so much, we can only do so much. We can yeah, we we can only we can only get so much information and we can only we can only cancel so much when the gatekeepers are the ones that are holding this information and so yeah, I, I don't even know. I'm curious to see what an exposed Till song even looks like and what that does for the ministry, because it feels like a lot of people. I, I feel like we live in an age where uh, old news is old news and it's brushed under the rug. You know, I bet some of the stories we've heard about that have come out in CHH or have come out in gospel are probably already forgiven by the majority of people who either followed or or or, you know, did something with um, that person or had some close proximity to that person. So I don't know. I think that we're at a place right now where um, people who are hurt want justice. And I think it it looks just like our our criminal justice system. The church looks like our criminal justice system. It's broken. It's flawed. There's favoritism. There's uh, discrimination all around the board.
2: Yeah. I think based on the title, she ain't sheepin' no more. This is this is somebody saying that men have been getting away with this type of behavior for too long and I think women are tired of it. Like I was looking at the comments when we were discussing the Hillsong thing and when we talk about Gavi and when we talk about all these people a lot of the women are are um, saying yeah, expose them. Like get them out of here. You know, there's no more like oh, the the idea of Let's make sure he's OK. Let's uh, make sure he can come back to Christ. I think they're like, man, forget him. Like you got all these people that he's been hurting for all this time. Let's worry about them first, you know, and they've been largely ignored victims of people like this. Um, and, and especially in church scenarios. like so think about the popes and that whole scandal, uh, all the pastors that we know personally who have done this, the artists that we know personally who have done this. It's, it's a lot of men messing up. Um, and the solution is usually protect him, make sure he's okay. And you never hear anything about the people he hurt. So,
3: um, I think that's, I think this is basically saying we got to stop doing that. Um, let me ask this question. Is this the same thing when someone when when someone wins a wrongful death suit, it's like, you can't bring that above one back. Right. And this in this situation, you, you can't, you know, you can reclaim your purity but you in your heart feel like it's been taken from you. Right. Um, so is this the same sort of situation where the exposure alone is enough to um, give comfort and give peace to this to these victims? Or is it just one of those things where, you know, um, nothing ever changes or nothing ever, nothing ever will quench that that I I don't think
2: the exposure is about making that person feel better I think it's about making sure it doesn't happen again changing the culture around it so that other people don't have to deal with it so guys like this stop getting celebrated by mainstream you know it's 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 more of a it's a larger effort that I think they feel like they're doing by themselves like guys aren't chipping in um this quote-unquote good guys aren't helping them so it looks like everybody's a bad guy you know this is, are you saying good guys aren't helping the women, the victims? Yeah, because we, what you're saying? It, the, the quote unquote good guys end up participating in the cover up. We end up participating in the, oh, well, you know, let's let's make sure he's OK. Let's make sure, you know, all all of sin. you know, that kind of attitude of it, it's not so bad. And I think they've watched that for years and years. And it's like, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of y'all always defending these dudes, making them feel like, oh, it's you know, everybody does it or, oh, what if
5: what if they're lying? Like, they can't all
3: be so lying. So what's the... Resp- hey, 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 Here's sp- a question.
2: I have a
5: question <clears throat> yeah. for y'all, everybody. How do we not turn this into cancel culture?
2: I think, the, I think the fear of it being cancel culture as being a bigger fear than it continuing and more women getting hurt is... is no, more, I'm, more I'm more not fear. saying
5: that. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if somebody... Is doing what they're doing, they get exposed. Like the women are asking. they get exposed. Do we just throw them away and that's it? I
2: think, I think, I think the question itself of worrying about that
5: person first is the problem. It's no, I'm not worrying about the person. I'm asking if that person, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about God, I'm not talking about nobody. I'm just saying if we in a church and let's say something happens where a guy is really He's a wolf, right? I mean, he's not—he's not assaulting women, but he's—he's he's doing stuff biblically wrong in a church, and he's a musician, right? And the pastor and the brothers come to him first, like, "Bro, listen, what you're doing is wrong. It's not biblical." Blah 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 blah. blah right? And then <clears throat> um, we come to him first, and then after we come to him, he's still doing it. And and then the pastor said, "Okay, y'all, I'm talking to the men, and hey, listen, we went to him." I have to kick him out of my church. Mm-hmm. He gotta go. He's he's not he's not helping my church. He's not helping out my church, but he's not, he's not making things right. And and the women, the women are talking about it and they don't feel comfortable around him. So I gotta get him around of here, right? So you get him out of there. And let's say he um, let's say like years later, he's like, yo, I'm right with God now. I'm not that person I used to be. Do we just say he can never come back to this church but that we, at we, all? But we're not even to that point yet. You no, but no, but no. But what I'm saying to, you, I'm asking the question is, I think everybody right now is because we're so, we're men on their men should be on their tippy toes because of the Me Too movement. But at the question I'm asking everybody is, even after people have been through what they've been through, and like I said, I'm not talking about no artists. I'm not talking about nothing. I'm talking about. When we cancel people and it's over for them and this could be a woman i'm talking about too it could be a woman that mm-hmm. that was doing some crazy stuff in the church and they kick her out and she get right with the lord do we not bring her back in or is it just like she's done i just think okay it's like if you imagine
2: a guy is in the middle of a street there's a bunch of people around and he's beating the crap out of a woman she's laying on the ground and you go up and you're like should we persecute this man can't he be redeemed if she's still on the ground? I'm, like No, Sean, I'm not. But, I'm not but, but what I'm saying is, is saying that... Saying
5: that, Sean, Sean. No, no, no. But I'm, wh- saying, I'm think, saying this. No, no, wait, hold on, bro. What I'm saying is this. I'm saying that dude need to go to jail because he beat that woman up. After he does his time, is it a wrap for him? That's what I'm asking. I understand what you're saying, but everybody
2: asks that question immediately. You're not I'm not person. asking
5: that question immediately. I'm know, asking... I'm saying if that very person... Question,
2: your very question you're asking, when I look on Twitter... That's the first thing a bunch of dudes say after oh, are we canceling him. We can't, we? but I think my answer and to I'm, your and question not, and is, I'm, and
5: I'm not even saying that about the man. I'm saying that about a woman. Okay. The if woman, woman, whoever, if a woman, whoever I'm asking y'all, if that person is taken out of the fold, like scripturally said. yeah. But if the redemption, I'm thinking about a Paul situation, Paul killing Christians, he gets redeemed by the that, Lord. That's,
2: that's a different scenario. He wasn't a Why Christian. He wasn't a Christian that fell away <laughs> and then
5: came back. Oh, oh he wasn't a Christian, that fell away. Okay. But I mean, I'm just asking, is it is it like we I'm not defending nobody. No, but I Jeremiah. Hope nobody Jeremiah, Jeremiah to let me this. I'm let not me say, defending anybody. I, I hear you. Let I'm me, asking after Jeremiah, that Jeremiah, listen, 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 listen. Out. Listen, listen, okay. listen.
2: Jeremiah, all I'm saying to you is it sounds like your reaction is we got to make sure we're not canceling people. When the question is What do we do about people like this? I'm saying with that
5: first. I'm saying I have dealt with that. That's what I'm saying. But she's saying saying, that we. She's saying we haven't. We get rid of that person, and we and we let them go biblically. That's what I'm saying. What is that? That's what biblical says. It says if you you confront the person first, and if that person doesn't change, then you have to excommunicate them. You got You got to get rid of them because they're, 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 they're going to harm your sheep of the flock. But Jeremiah, So I understand that. That's what, what I'm saying. I'm not what I'm not saying this is what nobody's saying. In the
2: noteworthy. Y'all saying like no, no, it's over. Jeremiah, Don't listen. Don't bring that listen. person
5: back, period.
2: In the noteworthy, this is a young lady asking what about the victims? The question shouldn't be then, but what about him? It should be. Like, I'm, not I'm not asking that. I'm not
5: asking that. I'm asking you guys after the fact when the the young lady comes forward and she says, Hey, this happened. We exit communicate that person, but they, it's but that, over. For
2: Jeremiah, that, that person has, is gone, right? That's just, that person is gone. that's just been happening recently, like within the last couple of years. So why are okay. we worried about the results of that when they've been dealing with this
3: for decades and centuries? No, I'm, but I'm, I have a ahead, question. Ryan. Go ahead, man. I have a question. So when we get to this point, right, let's just say this, uh, guys talk to their homeboys, guys talk to their friends, right? So let's just say that the good guys are getting this information about what their friends are doing. Is it up to us to be like, oh, you told me this information, so I'm going to expose you so you don't do this to other people? Do we go to the pastor in secret and say, hey, my brother just told me something that you need to know about? I, I, I don't understand. Because to me, it feels like When you say the good guys aren't helping, I want to know what the good guys are supposed to do, because we all have been in a situation where we know what our what our homeboy is doing or we were told a story or it got back to us. What are the good guys supposed to do to help these victims so that it doesn't happen again? I think that's what she's asking, that what she's saying has happened. I'm asking you, Sean. I know. But what she's saying has happened
2: up until now is that they're protected. They're worried about. Their, their salvation is worried about. We're, we're coming together right now. Forget about them. What should we be doing for these victims? How do we protect these young ladies that are going
3: through dealing with these men? I mean, to me, it sounds like the, the, the thing they're asking us to do is to expose expose what we is, know. Is that the right answer? It's probably not the right answer, but I can't think of another way to I can't, wait. I can't think of another way for good guys to step into the situation after the fact or before if we know something, you know, preventative. I remember a situation growing up in my life where I had a young lady in my life that I was friends with. Right. And um, my homeboy was dating her. Right. And he kept telling her, you know, I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. We're, we're going to, you know, When we do this, it'll be both our first times. And I knew that wasn't the case. I knew that wasn't the case. And I was like, do I let my homeboy go through with this situation and take this woman's virginity thinking, letting her believe that this is going to be an experience that they both experienced for the first time? Or do I go ahead and, you know, say hey to my friend, like, hey, I don't want you doing this. Be careful. X, Y, Z. And I chose the latter. I let my friend know, like, "Hey, I'm not trying to be that guy, right? Because it wasn't it wasn't on me. I knew I was waiting until I got married, so I wasn't even it wasn't about me blocking for him because it wasn't it wasn't a situation I was interested in. I was just saying, I think you need to know everything before you make that decision. Um, and she went ahead with it, but she knew the information going in versus the the cloud that had been painted for her. And I still to this day honor the fact that I did that because I feel like Man, I wouldn't want anybody to do that to me. I wouldn't want... You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't want you to sell me a house that you know is about to fall apart and and be bricks next week when you could have told me, hey, don't buy that house, man. I know the guy who's selling it. He already told me that, you know, the foundation is falling apart. Right, so that's, the answer, that's what the answer I look to at. your
2: question, Ryan, Jane Hamilton says expose them to everyone so they can't keep hurting us. So
3: is, is that not the right answer? What do you think, Jeremiah? So then, so then Cause, here's cause, the cause, issue where... But here's the issue that this is where it gets a little tricky. Right. And I know y'all are going to get mad at this. If you have a brother in Christ that's struggling with something and he comes to you for accountability, doesn't that become a whole different situation than you just exposing him? Because he came to you. Now, I I would understand it if this brother was like bragging about his situation. Like, man, I'm knocking this one down. I'm knocking that one down on Thursday. I got this one lined up Sunday. I got this one lined up. Mm -hmm. But it's different when he's like man i'm struggling with this and i've been praying to god for help and i've been praying for deliverance and i'm seeking the help struggling, from my pastor but man i'm still having issues falling and stuff no, struggling, so struggling, i'd be like yo
5: struggling is different than violating somebody exactly exactly so i violating somebody is totally different like if you're if you're violating a woman and and if you're a pastor if you're a christian rapper if you're doing anything then you you that needs to be exposed because at the end of the day you don't want nobody else to to get hurt after that, you know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't want to see no other woman get hurt by that dude if that dude is is is
3: a is a wolf. You know what I mean? But so okay, I'm asking so, y'all: so, When you know, I was so, in high school, did I do the right thing?
2: I think so. But Jeremiah, so okay. in that situation, is that canceling? If 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 exposing that person that's violating a woman is that cancel culture?
5: Um, I don't I don't think it's canceling culture because I think. Um, I think cancel culture is just cutting somebody off and just 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 forget about them. Okay, you know what? what, While you were
2: talking, this is my question for you. Can you give me an example of somebody who was canceled that repented truly and was still not let back in? Because that's what it seems like your
5: worry is. No, well, I don't see. I don't know nobody that. I mean, I won't put nobody' business out there. I mean, I know people personally that they were, they were like running through the church. They weren't, they wasn't, they weren't violating women. They were sleeping with different women. It was consensual. It was consensual. What you're saying? <laughs> um, but at the same time, those other women could have been like, yo, yo, he's, he's a wolf, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's sleeping with the whole, all these women in the church, you know what I mean? But I, I think about him now, and I mean, I don't know about him now. I, I, I just see him from different places, but I know he got under a better covering and that covering challenged him to become a man of integrity and a man of, of whatever. So, um, if when I heard about that, like, I, first off, if you don't know the person like that, I, like if I if if I don't know the per- person, I, I to me personally, I'll say this: if you're violating somebody, that's different. If you brag like Ryan was saying, you with the homeboy, you know, yo man, I had to go rough with homegirl. Like, hold on, bro, you got to go rough. What do you mean? Like, what rough? Which what, what you talking about? Cause that's, that's two different things between you saying um, things got freaky with me, old girl, but like, I had to take it. No, no, you ain't taking nothing. You about to take this time, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's the difference between that and somebody coming to you and be like, hey, um, you know, he just sleeping with everybody in the church. And then I'll be like, well, one, I'm not the pastor of the church. So you got to talk to the pastor about that (laughs) and see what the pastor do. I could just say, yo, that's whack, bro. You, You need to, you need to chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the only thing you can say. But as a pastor, the pastor has the right to say, okay, he got to go because he's doing X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? So, so Sammy, but what, it, I, think, I think it, if, it sounds
3: if, like sounds like they're saying that good guys are deflecting on their responsibilities. It's possible. Sammy, would you do you agree with that?
4: No, I don't, I don't agree with that because I think, I think if you, I think if the good guy was to be asked about the situation, they would explain their side as well they would explain i think i think I, I agree i forgot who said it exactly but i think it just does have to come to a certain point if it does happen repeatedly eventually it has to be called out i i, I personally think it does because like you can only like because uh, we were going in a biblical standpoint where it was like okay if it, someone does something once the person goes up to them in private and then the second time it's a a group of people Keeps on happening, like all right. Eventually, something has to happen because you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I do. I do think like the stuff does at the end need to be addressed in the church, in in church, uh, in CHH, all that type of stuff. Because um, because I personally have seen. I'm not saying names either, but I've I've seen it happen. And I think there does need to be some steps forward as far as this whole stuff goes. It's like really messed up. But yeah. So
2: so last thing I want to deal with in her in her message was, why do you think so many other outlets were ignoring her question? Why do you think that people didn't want to address this? She said she asked a bunch of different outlets privately, publicly. Everybody ignored her question. Why do you think that is?
4: Because they've the Probably they like uh like one of y'all said too, like uh they probably just wanted to protect his homie because he didn't want to make him look bad type of mm-hmm. situation.
3: And that's and also that's what it is. Yeah, like it also seems like a complex situation that me maybe a lot of people are like, Well, we'd have to dissect this a little bit more and figure out like what type of what type of response this even this even needs. You know what I mean? Like this was you know. this was heavy for me to think. I'm sitting here the whole time like trying to focus in one place so i can hear every word that sean is reading um and i'm like okay 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 mm, okay all right so it's just one of those things that you kind of have to process through and i think a lot of times i mean look at the track stars inbox there's plenty of things that we haven't gotten around to because we just missed it coming in a lot of outlets could be like that too like we just missed this coming in yeah um because you know Somebody didn't check the inbox or it it got filtered out, uh, you know, of the inbox or the general inbox or the, the, you know, focus box. So there's a lot of reasons why something like that might not be addressed. But, you know, I'll say this. I think we all can pretty, and it's so funny that we say this, we all can pretty pretty much attest to this has happened in our church before. And probably everybody that's listening to the Track Stars universe can say, yep, I know of a situation in my church. I know I know of a situation in a lot of places where this has happened, not just the church walls, but outside the church walls and even in the body that is called the church. And, you know, y'all can say the same thing. And. I'm I'm sure uh judo can say the same thing and, and everybody on the call. So we have a church problem. Um, and I think it's because we're flawed people. And I think just like the church has the problem with, you know, facing um uh the race issue, the racial tension. This is the same thing. It's just one of those things that, you know, until somebody steps up into leadership and yeah. tries to really advocate for it, it it may not ever go away.
2: I think what Mache said is what they're waiting for us to hear, and their pastors to to say. Um, some pastors are sacking. I've only heard about four pastors ever say publicly, "I will not, uh, y'all will not be running through here, violating our daughters, and it goes for females with our sons." So basically, declaring, making it plain, even as us, the Trackstars team, we will not tolerate any of y'all artists, any of y'all producers, higher ups, lower downs. Violating women or women violating men—we will not handle it. We will not deal with that. You see what I'm saying? And and sticking to that and really making sure they feel safe in this space—I think that's what may be missing. That, that may be what they're crying for—is—is is making yeah. sure that the leaders are saying we won't tolerate it. Yeah, we're, okay. we're not going to sweep it under the rug anymore. And um, Jane was asking what it, what is biblically, and I think this is what's hard about this—the biblical answer—and I think that's what Jeremiah was getting close to—is. We're not responsible for these people the same way like a pastor or your homeboy is. We don't know these people like that. You know what I mean? So we have no, there's no biblical um, process for us to go through, you know, go to with your fans and then take another, then take it before the church. We're not in church with these people and there's no hierarchy or structure to Christian hip hop at all. You know what I mean? So this is it's not as obvious how we're supposed to deal with that from here you know now the people closest to him maybe that's something they needed to do better when we're talking about gabi or the other people who have come up but it's hard for when when we're sitting here and we hear Mm -hmm. about things happening what are we supposed to do is it is it just to expose is it us to Mm -hmm. are we supposed to reach out try to connect with them directly Mm -hmm. are we like what are we supposed to do i think that's the hard part
3: I want to respond real quick to a comment from Joseph King. Um, he said, why wait on leadership? Uh, the people can speak on it also. I think if it doesn't echo from the pulpit, people aren't listening. You know, I mean, like if you're in the middle of the hallway in the fellowship hall and you you turn to one guy and say, yo, we need to stop brothers in the church from messing around with all these women. There's two guys agreeing. like I agree with you. And then they walk away and they do their own separate thing. But if leadership comes to the pulpit and it echoes out to this leadership of, of this ministry and the, the outreach minister and everybody hears it, they can start to have that conversation amongst their their small groups. Like, hey, brothers, are we doing are we the are we the ones that are doing this? Are we victimizing women? Because we're not tolerating that in this church. And yep. that's why I think leadership has to be involved in that. Just the people, um, the congregation can have a large voice if they come together on it. But. You know, when two are are having a conversation and they're just agreeing, it stops there.
2: I'll just say this. We we can't we can't um, monitor what everybody's doing. But I will say this Um, just as a message to the young men, because that's as far as I know. um, You cannot behave like this. If you're behaving like this, stop. Like there's no there's nothing else I could say, but I would be very disappointed to find out that any of you guys that have ever been on this show, been in a room with us, which this applies to this situation we're talking about with Gabi, been in a room with us, been anywhere near us acting this way. This is not acceptable. I don't care if your boys think it's cool. I don't care if your label mates think it's cool. I don't care if, if anybody around you thinks it's cool. We do not. I think that's yeah. been clear over the years that we don't think it's cool. So um, if that needs to be said, that is what we say. That is not cool. Do not do that. If you're doing it, stop. If you need help, reach out to us if you need us. But that is not acceptable acceptable behavior. And we are seeking to figure out how to handle that stuff better actively. So just know that. All right, let's get back into it. You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ, Jeremiah. Let's go.
7: Girls
2: Like a soul, a.k.a. Bars and Baby hairs, and you are now in the field with Track Stars. All right, back in the field with the Track Stars, Ryan Wright, to Sean Tanner, DJ
3: Jeremiah. What's good? All right, for all things Track Stars, make sure you check out trackstars.com with a Z, follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, download the app, Very, very important. When you download the app and you listen to the podcast, leave a review. That helps us. It helps us with feedback and understanding exactly what it is that our audience and our listeners like and dislike so we can make changes and adjust. So make sure you do that. Download the app. Leave us a review.
5: All right, man, it's line for line Tom, <clears throat> Let's get it going. Tyler, the creator versus Swoop. Uh, we, we advertised that earlier this week. So, man, let's get it going. I, I'm telling y'all, I know people in the comments like, yo, y'all should have did Swoop and Kanye, Swoop and Lupe, Swoop. We've done all those before anyway. So you want to go back in the archives if, if you, you have. But I'm telling you guys, this is a good matchup. Both of them had joint albums came out. So, yeah, let's get it going. Abuse and opinions, track star, track stars, universe, not the views and opinions of the artist, label, producer, others. If you feel offended by this, Please press stop now. If you're personally listening to Christian Artists, this ain't your cup of tea. Then we have react videos, topics, interviews. You can go check yeah. out. We're not copying any other battle format. We've been doing this since the 2000s. Swoop is not the Christian version of anybody. It's just a bit. All right, here we go. We're going to the creator. Hot winds blows. Here we go. What
1: the we oh, got remind us you just piling, I need a close to where so many stinky sit in my wallet look like a folded chair yeah. the car the yeah, so light on my body thought I floated here with boated heads Tunchi and Tyler but call me Bola out in Switzerland travel with my kissing dog I love when she let me rub her like Michelin grand asleep on the bird the winds are whistling like my name listening cross the line like immigrants and benefit from it keep on stunting on these make them sick face they stomach
5: all right, that was Tyler, the creator with Hot Winds Below. This is New Day by Swoop. Here we go.
0: Never been here before, never coming again. Every 24, come with another chance. New mercy straight from the sun coming again. For every hard night, know the sun coming again. Not a coincidence, that's all God, just a your memory. How the father walks, it runs in the family. Yeah. He's been the king and that's way before LeBron. Gave me seat at the table way before Solange. Yeah. Gave another day so I prayed before I yawn. Gave a second
5: chance a minute. Grateful for more time. All right. That was New Day by Swoop versus Tyler the Creator's Hot Wind Blows. Who y'all going with?
3: Right. Yeah. I'm going Swoop on that. I feel, swoop. Like, I feel like when I hear Tyler the Creator songs, I always feel like something feels off with production or I feel and maybe it's just his voice and he just kind of raps over some weird weird beats to me but um even like even the, um yeah even the mastering sound better um the mix sound better on um soup song all
2: right judo what you got
3: I personally like Tyler
4: the Creator uh more so I think uh his flow is really dope um hmm. I, I don't know, and like I don't know, man. I've been a, I've been more of a fan of Tyler in my in my opinion too. So I don't know, maybe I just sound biased. So
2: yeah. um, I do think I do think Tyler's uh, production sounded messier, but I, I liked it more. So I'm a, I'm gonna go <laughs> Tyler as well.
4: Mm. The what, production, is you- dope to me too. Like I don't know, am I am yeah? I just thought it was dope.
5: Um, I am going to say Tyler. Um, I I it does sound messy, but I think that's that odd uh, future sound. Like I think one thing I always like always say I like about Tyler the Greater is that he has his own sound. And even if he tries to make something boom bap or, you know, trap or whatever, it still sound like his sound. And I think he kinda did that with this. So I'm gonna go with Hot Wind blows over New Day. This is just round one for me. So
2: okay, so that's two
5: swoop for swoop, three for Tyler. So unless Tyler. they got a yeah. super chat, that's Tyler. Yeah. I swoop online. So all right. So Tyler took that round one. It goes to Tyler the creator. All right. <clears throat> We're gonna start off with swoop this time. This is round two. Put in work. Here we go.
0: With the game, game. flick wrist from the range, switch switch in the lane, shots up, no change. Repeat now, no game. Keep my focus on rings, and racing tropies post game. On dark nights, go bang then all of a sudden go bang. Oh, uh, yeah, I gotta go get it. If my price of problem, then get out of the kitchen. All my partners is with it, no facade and no addiction. If we talk it, we did it. So I don't believe none of your blah flies you kidding.
5: Alright, that was put in work. Swoop. This is title to create a lemon head. Here we go.
1: I don't lean, but my house do. Off the hill with the mean you Nice house if you look out. You can see some eagles and a few yachts. Got a roommate, he won't move out. If he won't smoke, he the cool out. And he drilled. got the two out. It's the Wolf Gang, Brooklyn Zoo out. Wu-Tang, you get you out. Then we woo-hot. it's a split mode, and they know you like the out. cool, cuckoo and his mouth wet, he a poo now. Nah. Used to stage die, but they sue now. Nah. I was too hot. TSC waterfalls on my chest, help me cool out. Got too many calls
5: to go call. All right. That was Tyler the Creator. Lemonhead versus Swoop. Put it in work. Who y'all got?
3: Ryan. I think I just kind of put my finger on my feelings with Tyler the Creator. Um, uh, he's animated. He's animated in a lot of his stuff. And I, I'm, not a, I'm not, y'all know I don't like sci-fi. So animation, <laughs> anime, I'm not a fan. Just not. So I yeah. definitely could connect okay. with the Swoop, the flow. Everything was just... That didn't make any sense. Right. It didn't. No, Uh, I was looking at (laughs) I remember when Judo said he was a big fan of anime. That's why I said that. Yeah.
4: okay. I was
3: I was explaining that I'm not a fan of of animated rap. I'm not a fan of sci-fi period and you know know, has to be
2: you know, being animated and animation are two different things, right?
3: Yeah, it is. I understand that. But what I'm telling you is how that rap came off to me and what I don't like. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of Dragon Ball Z no i was saying that to judo said he was a big fan of anime i was saying and i looked at him and i said i'm not a fan of anime yeah no it's okay i'm very i'm a very practical person it has to be like very practical for me movies television everything
4: you'll be surprised how much good anime is out there man i would suggest you try that's you
3: know hey i'll only i'll only watch it if i'm ready to go to sleep that's it like no, Great storylines too.
5: Comment. Some of them got some great storylines. Doesn't have great help his comment.
3: Stuff. Go ahead, Judo.
4: I I like swoop on that one for sure. Like I don't know the that song was like that just made me like hype, bro. And like I love the beat. He was he was right. He was like just going crazy on it. Like that's like just gets you hype. With Tyler, it was kind of more slow. Uh, I didn't really like the production as much on on the beat as well. So yeah.
2: Swoop on that one. Um the Tyler song was interesting. I liked the horns he added in towards the end of Um, but Swoop's song still sounded better overall. So I'm gonna give it to Swoop.
5: Jeremiah. <coughs> um <laughs> uh, I like I like swoops a little bit more better than Lemon uh, with Swoop as well. So this is a 5-0 on um, Swoop Online so 6-0 alright so that's Jeez. a watch for Swoop <laughs> Swoop won that round alright okay. so right now the the, the score is 1-1 we're gonna start off with um, I think we start off with we started off with Swoop last time right yeah um, we're gonna start off with Tyler run it up here we go to heat off we tee
1: off like off we, we tee off so, so I grin. I hit 210, other faces with the blue skin With the green background, don't know how to act now But I need you like you on my blue fin when, I come to death. when I'm here, the dead hit sprints When I hum, why you acting so dumb You know I got the fuzz, I'm live from the 310 Bring Goblin, it been tires with No lots they send photos, I send wires Gumballs
5: pull cool me down, I'm on fire Can't f*** with them Alright, that was Tyler the Creator, Run It Up This is Swoop Cause we can, here we go All right, that was cuz we can swoop versus run it up. Out of the Creator. Who y'all got?
4: Ryan. Swoop. Swoop. All right, judo. That was swoop, man. That's crazy. I that was my first time hearing that song, what? That was wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: good. Good. Um I uh I got swoop as well. I didn't think that Tyler song was good. I but again, it, when I hear Tyler songs, I actually appreciate his, the music. It's a little messy, Easy but to, I, I like where yeah. he's going with it. He's your style. He, he is. He is my style, yeah, but I just don't mine. like how he raps all the time. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I got Swoop. Swoop's rapping. What's interesting is Swoop used to be complicated bars, rapper, rapper, and he seems like he's toning it down a little bit more. Yeah. I like the complicated bars. And I could tell he, cause he's, he slides them in every now and then. But I, I, I liked when he was just straight up,
5: like, do 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 I yeah. loved it.
4: mm. <clears throat> Um.
5: So all three of y'all got swoop, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna go with swoop as well. Jeez. So it's another one. It's four zero right now. Let's see what's going on online. See what got. And what's what's good about
2: this matchup is they're both producer rappers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. There's no advantage. Mm-hmm. And and swoop is good at both too.
5: Well, like they swoop one online, so it's five zero. 5-0 swoop for that round all right so swoop is taking the lead for the score two to one all right we're gonna start off with um this is round four we're gonna start off with swoop this time stethoscope here we go Fight. you used to hide oh. You used to smile, you used to cry, tear
1: rivers in private. What sicker is this river is you live in the Niles? What's crazy is lying, turns into this giant. Now David is trying to hang with Goliath. We gave up the mileage, had a good run, had a good run, Have some good times, had some good times. But you never know when
5: Esther Roll is at the end of an episode. All right, that was Stethoscope by Swoop. This is Tyler, the creator. What's your name? Here we go. Oh, you
1: look malnourished. Let's get some bread, fry the egg, you're trying to serve. You pick spot, I pick a tail number, and we could be tourists. Let's go to Cannes and watch a couple indie movies that you never heard of. Listen to bands, we when we dance, disco and friends. Smell some perfume, head in the wind. We can switch off, I can show you how you can really exfoliate skin. If you got a man, you should cut it off. Get your passport, cause we run it off. We can sit and talk. You can tell me everything that's on your chest,
5: baby, get it off. You are my type, you a bright light, and I'm like a moth, this is my- all right, that was, what's your name? Tyler Swoop Stethoscope. Who y'all going with?
3: Ryan. Yeah, I'm going to toss on that When I think I have an admission. I think that I am uh, definitely a product of my environment. I am not we a person know, that does a good job <laughs> at... Yeah, like I was just sitting here saying like to myself, like, do I like the kind of music that I like because I think it's good music, or is that the music that I'm exposed to in... I'm I'm just biased toward it because I was sitting yes. here thinking like, the yo. second one, yes. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> you didn't know that about me. That is my truth. I, Ryan, I will live that. I am I'll, from I'll the Ryan South. Ryan is definitely part in... of his
2: environment, and he is very <laughs> – he does not shift away from what he likes. Like he still eats the same food he ate when he was when I met him. He still does the <laughs> same stuff. Like he he has a routine. He has his teams. He has his thises. and that's who yeah. he Ryan is. Who he is. He is not pretending. Yeah. Nobody can move him off his spot. <laughs> he is Ryan.
3: Because I was him. watching the Super Bowl the other day, and uh, a ludicrous song was over the, was rap. Ludicrous was rapping over one of the commercials, and I was like. Mm. And 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 Riley was was like, Dad, you got to go to the bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) And so, but you know, that's funny, though, because I'm raising four kids that are going to keep me grounded in that same vein because they're hearing what I hear. So it's interesting that I'm passing that on. But yeah, okay, Long explanation. Just toss it up for Ryan. Sammy. Um,
4: I like Tyler's part a little bit more than Swoop's. Like, in my in my opinion i like i don't know man i again it's just like i feel like the beat the beat choices stand up so like yeah with tyler it was just really that and like i like how he was just kind of like doing his own thing like he always does yeah. so you're going um, with tyler
5: sammy you going with Tyler? yeah i'm with tyler Tyler
2: sounds like he's almost playing two songs at the same time sometimes. Like it felt like two different um, songs clashing at a certain point, but it's still, I still liked it more than mm-hmm. whatever Swoop was doing. It almost didn't sound
3: like Swoop. It, it wasn't Swoop, was it's, on you the thing, right?
5: I think it sounded like the name of the, the song is Stethoscope, right? It, that what a doctor has and you mm-hmm. listening to your heart yeah yeah, yeah. He, he, he was, was talking but so maybe what it. that's what the effect was he was trying to like
2: yeah i i, like I considered that but it still didn't sound like him but it could have been the rest. it wasn't
3: i don't think it was swoop i think it was swoop on the hook but you i don't think it was swoop the, on the right? you did hear the hook the, well you heard the person singing the melody in the back i think that was swoop i think that's part of the track right yeah you know what i'm saying um, but i think that melody was swoop i either think somebody else was rapping
5: swoop Comment Tyler. and tell us what happened with it, but I'm going Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, I'm gonna go with Tyler too. That what's your name is? Sorry, Super Chat for Swoop. Yeah, Sorry. what was? or oh, Tyler online. So, all right, that's five to one. Thank you, Jerry, um, for the Super Chat. Um, but Tyler took that, so it's now two, two. All right, so we're gonna go round five. Here we go. We're gonna start off with Tyler the Creator, Juggernaut. Here we go.
1: What Floor as Gianno shoe, but I'm running in earlobe, look like a hell yeah, right so, yeah. I look dead. I need some timber lead, battle with me, man.
5: Yo, don't think they understand. Uh. Cool. all right That was Tyler with Juggernaut. This is swoop forever. Here we go.
0: Brace yourself, I take you down and trip down memory. Check my whole catalog of truth. There it is, and a group never switched. Blood thinking in aquafino. Blood is living water, drink up. Break bread, be always drink wine. Pino, fam now. We rolls, blood like
5: Tantino. Chips. All right, that was swoop forever versus Tyler the creator. Juggernaut, who y'all going with?
3: Right. Mm. You should know go Tyler the creator show. on that. I didn't oh,
5: that's
3: yeah. that's a, that's yeah, a very shocker. Yeah. Nah, because you soccer. know what, the title of the creator definitely sounded. First of all, y'all heard the bass so yeah, definitely, definitely. Y'all heard the bass in that, right? And, I was like, ooh, Swo- back Swo- in the day. And Swoon was quoting um, Swo- was quoting Kendrick, and you know he hates Kendrick, so. <laughs> he,
5: he oh, yeah. get that. He's not going about like beat.
3: <laughs> That, that was the only thing about the halftime Super Bowl show. I was a Super Bowl halftime show. I was like. Oh. Mm-hmm. He had the best part. But anyway, All right, Sammy. his choreography got? was great, but I just didn't. I just can't. Whisper, you don't like whisper, the voice. I can't. Kendrick. You probably don't like um, my voice either. It's cool. We can we can agree to disagree.
2: <laughs> judo, what you got?
3: Um,
4: I like Swoop. I would go with Swoop on that one. Oops! Mm-hmm.
2: oh, I like different so, things about both of them. I love the drums on Tyler's. Like he could, he could produce yeah, something Tyler for me any
4: day. Like, I, I like <laughs> Ryan. The
3: thing um, about Tyler
4: is, he's always like mad experimental. That's why he's very interesting yeah. to listen to. Um, so, but yeah, thought, just,
2: yeah, yeah, I thought the drums on that track was crazy. So I'm I'm gonna good. toss this one. There's good good
5: and bad toss. about that. Okay, Sean. Sure. Sean sure, toss. Ooh, this is a hard one for me. Um. I'll say by inch forever swoop. Okay. By inch. But that juggernaut was hitting, so it's on there. So, what are we looking like outside? What y'all got? Because right now it's 2 1.
2: What y'all got? What y'all got? I got a question for y'all once we get through round six.
4: Um,
2: what y'all got, what y'all got? Call it, call it, call it.
4: Man. Forever, Swoop online, okay. I think, I think it's Swoop. Ooh.
5: So who won that, Swoop? Three, one, Swoop. So Dope. Swoop took that, all right. So it's three, two. What would you about to say, Sammy?
4: We're, we're calling like who we think won the ro- like the whole thing.
5: We're waiting on the online,
4: oh, online to- We move.
5: we waiting online first, and then we go- Oh, okay. So like, yeah, yeah,
4: we have an online thing. All
5: right, so this is round six. This is the final round, ladies and gentlemen. All right, here we go. We're going to start off with Swoop first. No grease. Here we go.
0: I'm just running my lane front your mouth, never catch me capping in raps, I'm really only two places, I'm in the lab of my back, seeking the father my heart is so I don't get caught up in all of the kind of drama that's common, when you just rhyming, rhyming for, dollars for dollars, and, and trying drama. to shine like medallions, that's an imposter, that's partial to pocket all of the commas, and try to hide that they kind of forgot to honor the proverbs, for me the only option is to follow the Bible, let my provider decide how to honor my grinding, uh, so it's submitted to my madness, trying to flip a bag, get my daughters in gymnastics, please. Mm.
2: Yo. Jeez. that's what i'm talking that's what that that i that's that's the swoop i like right
5: there Whew. that was swoop he no was grease. magnetic to that flow like it was this a- is tyler the creator lumberjack here we go msg sell out
1: got about whip song whips my ancestors got the backs off too far 500 stacks for the hood on Jack, cause I wish a n**** would would like I. This the wishin' could fix. Ain't gettin' people like they
8: should.
1: Ain't really on. It's like it's beyond. I hit Drizzy and told him I had a million for On my cup, fool. Told him to keep the loan. I took the gold.
5: Big man. I put that on the shelf. All right, that was Lumberjack. Tyler, swoop. No grease. Who y'all going with
4: Ryan? Vote, Swoop.
5: swoops up, dodge it. Judo, Sammy. Sammy.
4: Man, I like Tyler on that one. I'm not gonna lie. That's your vote. Yeah, that's my vote. Okay.
2: Matt, this, to me, this was super easy. Like, this is,
4: I guess, this is
2: what y'all younger people don't like anymore. But to me, that is the best Whoa. version of rap. There is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when somebody sticks ahead, get to their flow it. the flow pattern the digit, the digit like I feel like that no nobody y'all don't care about anymore. <laughs> like it's like that that <laughs> skill is not appreciated anymore. And I feel like that is a shame. That I get I get like what Soup did on the last um, one with where he was kind of doing like the updated flows, the triplet flows, and what Kendrick did on this and what yeah. Migos did on that or whatever. That sounds okay to me, but what he did on this is light years better. So, yeah, there's a disconnect between me and the younger generation a little bit because I don't get why y'all don't like that. You know what I mean?
4: I mean, I will say it's defend it yourself. Very, yeah, <laughs> I kind of just yeah present myself, For you. but yeah, uh, no, like I think I think it was dope. Like a swoop, like especially that last bar that swoop said that was crazy. But like, um, I don't know. Again, like. I just really like something about like that that song in particular. Just I just liked it more a little bit more. Oops. So I'm, so, yeah. I'm still
2: trying to figure it out because there definitely is a disconnect. Because I'm listening to these like I, I watch like YouTube videos where people break down like, okay, I like this song or that song. I'm just like, you like that more than this? Like I, I I'm just confused. You know, this isn't. I mean, this one I just <laughs> I didn't even like the music of Tyler's that much on this one. But in general, <clears throat> the flow patterns like that triplet flow is like. It's like, if you don't do that, they don't like it. And I'm just confused. Yeah. Like I don't get that. Anyway, yeah. well, maybe think, one of y'all will understand and explain to me.
4: I think people pay attention, like more of the younger generation, they pay attention to more of like, if the beat is fire or like, if like stuff like that. I know that's like, so like corny, like, but it's like, yo, like, that's kind of what it is. It is. Because like... It, it's like I don't know, like if if it just stands out to people sometimes like that. And I mean, it's not that people don't pay attention to lyricism. I think people still do. Yeah. Uh, the under the underground scene is still heavily like like they're actually SoundCloud had its wave back then and slowly starting to come back up right now too. And like I think lyricism is still paid attention to, but just not as much. So I do agree with like kind of what there, we were there's saying.
2: pockets like uh, jack harlow was in a, a celebrity game last night and he can do it he he can he can rap like what i'm talking yeah. about and he yeah, yeah. i guess relatively popular so it still happens that a lyricist can do well in this this age but we literally had yep. to change line for line because people stopped caring about what these people were talking about so we had to include beats and, and presents and all that kind of nonsense so yeah like it literally changed the mu- we saw music change in the last
5: 10 years just doing yeah. this, this segment it's crazy. Um, I'm gonna go with Tyler, man. Um, I think what Swoop did was fire, but that beat by—I know people in the art, and the, we got some people. I think Jason, when people said the beat wasn't that good, but that beat was fire when I first heard that by Tyler Critter. So I'm gonna go with you Homer liked Jack. you
2: liked his beat more than Swoop's.
5: I did. I just—I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's the mm. East Coast thing because is a sample from the Grave Gotta Diggers? Is it Grave Digger samples to cats that were risen group from? Offspring from Wu Tang, but that beat was stupid to me, and his flow on it is ridiculous. So that's just me. I I chose that. So, but it don't matter because the fans and everybody spoke five to two, no grease. Swoop took that, which would end four to two. All right, real quick, real
2: quick, real quick. Um, first, an announcement line for line, as you know, it is about to change. You're up, tune in. It's about to change. And it's not really changing. It's going back to its roots. Yeah, I'm getting X'd out. It's going back. I mean, nothing has changed. The role (laughs) is the exact same. Um, (laughs) But it's about to change. So tune in next week. That's just a teaser. Just tune in. Um, I don't get to push any buttons. (laughs) You didn't push buttons
5: before? before. (laughs) You (laughs) told
2: it. They (laughs) don't know that. You were an
5: American citizen. Oh, you think people think
2: you're over there pressing buttons? Um, Secondly, since you, you brought like it up. To get
5: left out. <laughs> Ryan, you since you brought
2: it up. I don't. I don't. <laughs> since you brought it up, who did best, who had the best section in the Super Bowl halftime show?
3: Um I think I think Dr. Dre did. His section? I mean, yeah, I think Dr. Dre did. Mm. Okay. I well, think you said it was just fire. What was your favorite? Who did the best in the Super Bowl halftime,
2: Jeremiah?
5: Um, I would say everybody did good, but I think the one that stood out was Kendrick. I think Kendrick, the choreography Well, Kendrick, Kendrick, of Kendrick, of course, his choreography and, was amazing. And, yeah, it was look, like it fire. was like it was just crazy. It was crazy. I, Mary did good. Dre and Snoop did good because I've always felt like they were more together with their mm-hmm. their their approach to the, the stage was fire. Um, and did good too. Um, fifty turned to a dollar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought twenty-five,
2: but okay. <laughs> he got bigger, so he, I he think he's talking about the size. Oh, the I was size! Like, yeah. I think he, it was he's he was no hanging, longer. He was hanging up upside down. I think all the blood rushed to his
5: shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> his neck. No, but he was. He was. He got bigger. Like he got either he got stuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, one of the did. two. Yeah. But um, he overall, should've, I, should've I was good off now, that I'll power money. He should have said no. <laughs> nah, he should he should he should have did it. Cause I mean, honestly, I think it felt like everybody had two songs, and Eminem had one, and it felt like he sacrificed.
3: But Eminem, Eminem was my favorite. <clears throat> <'Cause, clears throat> Eminem just is just dope. I, I, I agree know. with MC Nice. And seeing Anderson Pack
2: Pac on the on the drums was special. It was like a it was like a, a yeah. Easter egg. Um, but I do think. Kendrick's section was the most powerful. He he's just the best performer out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's been like that since I first saw him. You could tell when you when I first saw him, I was like, oh, this dude is gonna be out of here. He's, I he's mean,
3: I think they gave us old school. They gave <laughs> us new school. They gave us mid school. Like they gave us everybody who,
6: mm-hmm.
3: uh, Kendrick who's popping now, Trey and Snoop who were really popping back when they did their thing. Mary J. Blige who was in between. So I feel like. And not to say she wasn't popping, because she was popping when she was doing her thing, too. But I think Kendrick was for the younger folks. Dre and uh, Drake, yeah, Dre and Snoop were for, you know, our generation and older. They were like, oh, man, that was my jam. Like, especially because I told you I was fifth grade when uh, The Chronic came out. So imagine somebody who was like, you know, 47, 48. Like, that was their jam right there. So I feel like it just hit all, all, right. all categories. Part two. Who had the best Super Bowl performance of all time? Them? No. Still, you know.
5: Get out of here. Are you kidding me? There's a tie so, between Prince and Michael Jackson. Prince. I was oh, I wasn't
3: watching football back, I watch football back then. I wasn't watching football back then. I've been about since I've seen it.
5: Prince. Prince. I think Prince is did it like in the two thousands, bro.
2: Dude, I know- wasn't
3: watching football then. You weren't watching football in the
5: two thousands. I didn't start watching he football in the two thousands until Julio Jones, bro.
4: Yeah, oh, Julio Jones. Oh, my- yeah. Yeah michael jackson Um, didn't michael jackson
2: michael jackson's was okay he did the you know the with where everybody flipped up the the kids which was bad bad timing for um but um (laughs) he had all the children around him but uh i think honestly if i if to be fair i think prince did well i think beyonce did well but i think i think bruno mars was the most impressive when he was Uh-oh. by himself. I think he killed
3: it. I don't watch the halftime shows. I when was home. he
2: by what year was that? You didn't see him do it his thing by I know it was him co I remember him Beyonce. did the co-play and no, no, Beyonce. No, no. yeah, I remember Go that. back and look up when he was by himself and did the halftime show. I think he What year was that him. though? I don't
5: remember. What year was
2: that? Just look up Bruno Mars halftime show. He Can, can you can you say
5: him. like like what time? Like if you remember the year like 2010s early 2010s? No idea. No. Idea.
2: Okay. Um it had to be Twenty tens.
5: Yeah, because that's when he got hot. So that's like, okay. Bruno I Mars didn't know he, he so, all, so Bruno Mars got an opportunity to do the Super Bowl halftime show more than uh, Mary J or anybody else. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
2: But he murdered. I forget, me. I it, it was forget he a he's a pop artist. Yeah, it was before he made the switch to start doing all those old sounding songs. Yeah. Anderson Pat. But he, I thought he he <laughs> murdered it. But Prince yes. killed it too Because I wasn't like A big Prince fan So when I saw him And I was like Yo he murdered it That was big for me Because I, I didn't yeah. I didn't appreciate him Until that moment Honestly Malik and,
5: Swoop won Swoop, one. swoop one. I mean there's
2: still around 7 We're about to do But Swoop won Definitely Alright y'all Let's get back into it You in the field With the track stars Ryan Wright To DJ Jeremiah
5: Lay up.
1: Now I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully you guys are listening. if you're not then you're losing) next time, next time, next time.